Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, Episode Six, the running podcast for the average runner by average runners. Uh, my first host is the man who is about to race the 50k ultra this weekend at Noosa off the back of a couple of down weeks due to a calf strain, Mr. Nathan Barden. How you going, Nathan? Thank, thank you. Pretty good, mate. In good spirits. And uh, my other host this evening is the 2022 silver medalist of the Caboolture Roadrunners 10k handicap race. And also, Mr. Consistency, Steve the Spartan Sparling. Hey, go, mate. My running week has been pretty not very good. So, who wants to kick us off with what they've been doing? Steve, you've probably been doing the most. He's done the most Ks, hasn't he? I think this week. Let's <laughs> have a listen to what he's been doing. All right. So, I missed last week's podcast, but I did a bit of running last week. Um, ended up with 50 Ks. Man, I've totally forgotten last good week. week. Good week. Yeah, yeah, 40, 49, just shy of 50. And then this week's um, just shy of 40, 54 K. So, um, uh, better than better than the rest of us. Yeah, wasn't too bad. Um, done a, done a bit of running, but the, the main thing was to, to get sort of as much as I could do in the, in, in what I was doing. I had the last Sunday when you guys did the podcast, I had the handicap series in the morning. Um, for my running club, I joined the Caboolture Road. There's plenty of running clubs around, Steve. You know, there's like Striders, yep. South Point Striders. There's Morton Bay Road Runners. There's um, there's a few around. I only joined uh, Caboolture. I had a few mates at North Lakes Park Run that I decided I'd like um, prefer to sort of go along and sort of push each other along just for park run times, doing intervals. They got some so, good runners. They got some good runners up there too, eh? Yeah, they've got a couple of guys that do Bird Squad as well that are part of the group that um, they're older, but geez, they can still run. Mm. Um, so yeah, I joined it a few years ago and that's where all my PBs come from was doing intervals. So it's a good, probably a good transition from just running regular laps around the block and, and doing, you know, 10K, but chucking in intervals, I, I ended up getting... I think one of my best weeks ever was um, I did a 3K time trial at 11... It was 11.42, um, followed by a 19.37 park run at North Lakes, followed by a 42.15 10K handicap on the Sunday. So that was, was a big weekend. That was, that was a block of like three runs in one week where I probably PB'd all those distances, you know. Um, and it all come down to just a few weeks before where we did like um, intervals. And I think it was just simple intervals, like 300 metres on, 100 off. Things like that. So anyway, last I joined the Roadrunners again this year. Um, the handicap series started, and it's set by your. I think it's an average of your times last year. So basically, my my uh, handicap started at um, forty three, 
58, I think. 43.58. And that was a handicap time from all my runs throughout the handicap last year. So the way the handicap works, if you beat your run by whatever time, say it's a minute, you, your handicap comes down by 20%. So if it's 60 seconds, it adds, it takes 12 seconds off it. So you start at, say, 44 minutes, you go down to 43, 48. And if you go slower, it adds 10%. So if you go slower and tank it and you don't lose too much time, but you know what I mean, you're not, um, it's going to be harder for you to get the points because obviously if you go faster, you get less time, but you get more points. Yeah. So the way it works, you go faster, you lose, you gain or lose more time, and if you go slower, you gain less time. So it's okay. kind of a juggle how this works. Jeez, so. who's, who works that out? Oh, I don't know how. I, I really didn't a... understand how it worked. I had to ask someone during the week, and, and no one wants to tell you because there's a there's a trophy at the end of it all. So they're all in the, in the mix for winning, and no one wants to tell you how to juggle this. Um, how the handicap works. So anyway. Um, Mate, so yeah, there's, there's nothing like running with a group of people. Eh? Like when you, especially when oh. you're doing sessions, that's when I was running my best at the Striders was when Lewis Purcell, Paul would be there. Joel, young Joel Malloy, he's changed to a, to a different running club now, but yeah. chasing them guys in training just made me improve so much. Yeah. Like yeah. I really am missing that at the moment. Yeah, so anyway, I ended up going there. It was a bloody big drive. I, I, I come from work, so it was like 50 minutes to get to somewhere to run less than 50 minutes, you know what I mean? To drive there and drive back to my house. <laughs> and I get there, and I had no idea how the handicap worked, and I was going to run with mate. It was roughly 50 minutes, and he said, your handicap's like 43 or 44 minutes. You have to go faster than you know running with me. And I went, oh, shit. So I like, um, sort of thought maybe I'll set it at 45. Um and the way it works, you set everyone. At a different time. What's you that? Sorry. Do you set at the same time, or you set off at a different time? Everyone takes off the same. We all finish at whatever time, and then how it works is the difference between your handicap puts you in a position like you get first, second, third, right till thirty. I think after thirty, no one gets any points, but you all get like a maximum and minimum points. I think. So if you go under is, it, it's you've yeah. done better, and. Um, but what happens if you don't have a, a like a, if you can remember your your ten k time was like fuck twenty years ago? Oh, it's only through the club, so it's not off the, off no. your ten k time from years ago. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing. You can go faster, but if everyone goes faster, you're in that category where everyone's getting points, so it's it determines it. So this what time happens if you don't have a ten k race though to to measure it against? Well, most of the club people did yes. it last year or the year before, so. Just yeah, guess off all, your park run time. They've all got a time off it, ready to go. So, um, yeah, the way it works is you just got to go off your previous. The previous handicap was set, and I had no idea what it was, but it was off my last year's times. Anyway, I said I said it for forty five. I thought I'll try and get forty five minutes. I got forty five oh one. So now, and that put me in fifth place somehow, because <laughs> everyone else not running. Me and Nate have been doing a heap of caves like the long distance, so the endurance is there. I just don't have much speed work on me, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, the the distance didn't worry me at all, but trying to, yeah, just trying to push for forty five minutes, I got that quite easy in the end. Um, and I got fifth place in the points. I got like forty two points or something out of a possible fifty. And as it filters out, it goes forty two, forty one, you know, right down to twenty, and then anyone from 
I think position 20 to 30, they all get uh, five points. So you all get the same. Yeah. So it's only, yeah. But yeah, as you say, I came second. Um, I asked the fellow that beat me how he went. And he said, oh, I think it was around 40 minutes. And when I looked him up, he was 36, like 20 or something. So he was flying. Oh, he was like, yeah, yeah almost, nine, almost nine minutes ahead. So, um, and he had an injury. So that, I, know, I can't imagine how fast he's going to go when he, who was that? What was his name? His name's Simon Bradbury. He's part of the. Um, I've seen him in the parkrun results. Yeah, yeah he's a good runner. He's, yeah, he's finished. Oh, I think right up there at North Lakes behind Ben Merlin, like a couple of seconds off him, like sixteen thirty or something. Yeah. Parkrun. Wow. Yeah. I think his PB sixteen eleven out at Sandgate or something like something rough like that. But yeah, he's he's a goer, and that's having a back strain and a, a hamstring. He said he had a hamstring strain that he hasn't run for two months, and come out with a thirty. Still knocked minute. out thirty six minutes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't even look like he was trying, Steve. Yeah. So from there, this week I had a couple of rest days after that because I had huge nights on at work, um, a couple of twelve hour days, Sunday night, Monday night, and then a, a slightly less one on Tuesday, and then I sort of. Just needed a rest, but I got into running again, just slowly built for the weekend. Um, yesterday, so yeah, I ended up doing park run last week was um, two Saturdays ago was uh, 20.56, and this week was 20.48, so slowly getting quicker. Getting quicker, um, yeah. Yeah, and that was a shitty start too. Uh, there was just plenty of traffic, and I run in, someone yelled out my name and I sort of started chatting. I hate doing that, but yeah, I chatted for maybe 10 seconds. He goes, oh, don't let me stop you. So then I sort of took off trying to catch, catch up. up. Yeah. First K was terrible and then the next four were quite quick. But yeah, you lose that You lose that time at the start. It's really hard to get it back. you got to go yeah. flat out and hold on. But And then yesterday I got into um, a run with a mate that's doing the Noosa Marathon. I'm still undecided what I'm doing with a do the Gold, Gold Coast. Noosa's not doesn't have a 30k this year they normally do every other year they had but this year i looked on there and i was planning to do a 30 at noosa because i got credit at that venue um and then this year they're not they're only doing the 21k and the 42k so I was what are you gonna do i think i'll do 21 just use my credit up and still still a few what's that may june july two months out from the guzzler but um just to go and do a road event and sort of go hard and just sort of put down a time but um he's doing the marathon so i thought i'll go do a bit of running out with him um at a, a limba which is quite hilly but my watch is struggling with elevation yesterday we did almost 27 k's i think it was 26 and a half k's um at 531 pace so it's not too bad it's just a yeah solid bit of a bit of a slog but his his watch showed up over 250 meters elevation mine said 181 or something Mate, you can uh, just but, what I would do is open up a, a dialogue on a messenger with Garmin Australia, yeah, and they'll send you all this stuff to do, and then in mm. the end they'll end up asking you to do something, and you go to a page on your on your watch, and yep. then you send them it, and they I sent them mine, they went, oh yeah, your watch is buggered because they just knew, they just looked at this, it had all these like coordinates and everything else, yeah. they looked at it and just went, yeah, send. Yeah. Send us the watch, we'll send you a new one. That was it. Like they didn't even argue about it. They just yeah. I'd done all the stuff they said. Have you tried this? I did that, did this, did that. And then they yeah. went, okay, go to this page, take a screenshot of this, send it to them. They went, okay, yep, yeah, you're getting a new watch. I was like, Oh, great. Thanks very much. Yeah. Where'd you get it from, Steve? The watch. 
Uh, I can't remember. I bought it through Kogan. So when the oh, okay. sale on, I think still it's got just, the box. Yeah, yeah, still got everything. It's, mm. it's probably only a year old. I think I got it for around Father's uh, Day last year or something. Don't muck around yeah, with it. Just switch it over. Just yeah. stand, just just open a conversation with them, and then yeah. they'll send you to a page on their website. So you've done that. Yeah. I've cleaned Nathan, the ports. Nathan's and, been yeah. through that as well. Like uh, recently, we had a chat about it, and it starts out at 35 meters elevation above sea level, and at the end of my run, I'm like minus 25 <laughs> below sea level. Yeah, I'm the same. I was like minus yeah. minus 40 uh, minus 40 meters below sea level i was like uh i don't think so yeah, yeah I, I ended up cleaning it today and thought i'll go for a run this afternoon and then this time it shows me starting at 27 meters and i finished on bloody 80 or something i'm like at the same start point so i don't know how that works but yeah i'll try and sort it out over the next few weeks anyway it seems to be an ongoing issue with garmin watches um yep. and i don't know if they're addressing it or um or what but it just um like i've had it even you with a far more expensive one than mine mm. you've had the problem as well i've had it too yeah. i've had it happen with two two watches yeah so i just don't know if it's if you changed if you interested to see how people go with like the sunto watches or polar or whatever else Chorus is, there. is another one yeah. they've just released is there yeah. it's just if you know something was consistently good was never going to have an issue you just switch i'd switch yeah. over to it you know, like I've used a fair different. I've never really had any Garmin issues with the 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 ones I have on my bike. Yeah, I've had a couple of them and used them for years. And and well, you say no issue, but when you do a hundred k's, you like you don't really look, worry about the elevation. You look more looking at your pace and everything. But when you're running, like, like especially if you're on a if you're on a race like a fifty k race, a hundred k race, and you know that it's a say a thousand meters elevation, and you're at, 900 meters elevation with 15k to go you go oh there's not much not much hills left yeah. but if you're well off you could end up being fucking hell like yeah yeah from what am i doing and then it looks when you look at your result later you go hang on that's i've got a pace of seven minutes a k and it's like no hill but in fact you were going up a hill yeah you so know, that, that happened that. a few weeks ago when you did your um we did that 35k run together my yeah. start and finish point was the same height and mine recorded 298 meters elevation at Nathan did three K's extra and was 881. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I was well so, off, yeah. wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I cleaned I bit, and everything. yeah so, we had a discussion on how to clean it and he, he did all that. And I looked at his, the last few runs he's done this week and it's fine. It's pretty good. Mine's the opposite now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I mean, park runs are getting a little bit quicker. I'm going to chase sub 20 soon. So got a few um, boys, that I think you know, Steve O is Jeremy Gard and um, uh, oh, yeah. Daniel yeah. Mahara. They're, they're both stuck on 20 minutes 15, I think. Oh, I'm the same in the same ballpark. Yeah. So, um, I wonder what it is you need to do. Like, if there's some sort of magic training formula that it's that would get you like that's that below 20. You think it's more speed work? Just or is speed it work. Yeah. More, quicker, more K's. Yeah. It's got to learn to run speed endurance faster. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. We're already doing endurance, so like in slow endurance, but speed work, you got to get the legs be able to get up to yeah. speed and maintain that speed. Stay at four minutes a K for five Ks, basically. That's yeah, the, yeah, really. Yeah, I think you're so doing below that, below yeah, that. Yeah, I think the time pain. I did it, I, I think I still had one K that was like 412, but the other ones were um 353, 358, 358, 3. 
151 or something, you know what I mean? There was four that were really good, but just that one where I rested in the third K or something, you know, it must've just been a, a obviously a bit of lactic acid build up or something. And then after that tiny bit of pace off, I was able to go hard again. So I think that's all it is. It's, I think Steve right You go out of oxygen debt, you, yeah. go, you drop back down, you go out of oxygen debt and yeah. then allow you to get, I mean, obviously that's the point of doing injury. How, how do you tackle parkrun, Steve? Do you, do you just go flat? Like your splits are incredible. They're, they're seconds apart and it's from start to finish. Whereas someone like me, if I do it, my first is always like, it's almost like I'm doing a warm up, and then the next four and then the next four are fast with the fast finish. You know what I mean? How how do you do? That was like a good um, question. I was thinking about this week when I was out running, I was thinking like of how, how you can get yourself through really hard situations in a race or in like training or park run or whatever. And Basically, with with the park runs, like, like I find with the like the you know like twenty one minutes, I reckon's a barrier that you get through. Then twenty minutes is another one. Then you know nineteen, eighteen, and I remember when for me trying to get under twenty, it was hard. And then I did it, and once I sort of did it once, you get the confidence in your mind to just know that you can go quicker. And then it was the same for nineteen, and then eighteen was really hard. I run like eighteen. 10 1803 like a few times i just couldn't quite get under and then i just blitzed it one weekend yeah and i just think that you've got to like break it down into little like periods where you push and rest like i just yeah. tell myself oh when i see when i get to that lamppost up there i'm going to give it everything for a couple of hundred meters and then i'm going to have a rest and then i i just like pick little like landmarks and try and focus on getting to that landmark and then telling myself I'm going to have a rest. And then when I get to that landmark, I don't really back it off, but I just mentally say I'm having a break. And then I just try and just do that. And then by the time the you know, you've done that a few times, the race is normally over, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I reckon that, I mean, I'm never disciplined enough to do it, but I always have, I always run better at park runs if I do a really long warm up and then I yeah, do yeah. like a heap of like run throughs at the start, you know, like yeah. hundred meter, like strides, like sort of like sprints where you sort of just get your legs really turning over. But the problem is with me and park run is I'm always late. <laughs> like I sleep <laughs> in and then I'm like, oh, so like I roll out of the car and pretty much go straight to the start line. But yeah, I yeah. reckon that, that, yeah, this it's just all the training and like, one, I'm going to do a couple of shout outs a bit later on, but like one of the guys I'm going to give a shout out to is it's the same thing for him. Just trying to get through that next barrier. And it's like, it's all in your head. You know, half yeah. of it is just because you, because you're thinking to yourself, Oh man, I'm going way too quick. I can't keep this up. I can't maintain this speed, but you can, it's just, yeah. it's all in your mind. What about it's you just- boys? What, how do you, what strategy do you use, Steve, if you're doing a park run and it's all out? Me. Um, depends where we're at. I've never broke 20 minutes anywhere else. North Lakes is a little bit short, so it's not really 20 minutes, I guess, but I think my PB would be. It's, um, I think North Lakes is roughly around that 4.92 sort of yeah. mark. Apparently, and it has been measured at 5K. 
but nah, it's, it's just okay. But it's, if you go to the widest point of the footpath, yeah, it's like if you run the in the center of the corner. path, and no one does, you take the they racing line. They stripped it from the website, but years ago, not not this year because of COVID, but last year the Strava segment was four point nine one. I've always yeah. looked at that because you, you do the full course, it's four point nine one Strava segment, and they've got to put that down as the segment for the actual course and. Places like Petrie's 4.89. Um, the old Warner Lakes was 4.95, and they they did a new course now, which they just slowly, uh, slightly extended the finish and the start, which I think yeah. all places can do. Like, Why don't they do that at North Lakes? I don't know. Just We've asked the them, start. but it's, yeah, just move the start, or yeah. even Way where the finish though. goes, you could run past where mm-hmm. we go back, back across the that little sort of. Um, uh, amphitheater yeah. thing and finish up on the grass where we started, you know, like that yep. would extend it by 80 meters. Yeah, exactly. If you, finished, if you finished, yeah, come across there and then straight on. Yeah, just straight That on. would give you that would straight line. That would give you that probably would give you that little bit extra, about 50, 60 meters. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, with my running, if I, if I broke 20 minutes four times or five times there, and that was all last year. And I think all my runs, I think. There's little rises that I use boys would both know about. You sort of it's it's flat, but there's little rises and you go down the other side and they're like um, so when I get to them I, I I see everyone else running, but I push up them as hard as I can. When I get to the top I don't stop, I sprint down, whereas everyone else relaxes after they run up a hill and they just cruise down. Yeah. So all my all my passing maneuvers, I think I'm gonna pass this guy on the downhill side of that hill by running up hard and running down and then I basically run harder than what I'm running the race, but then I go back to my pace again. So all my the, when you get the flat spots, yes, yeah. I go back to where I was. So if I'm running four oh three, I'm probably doing up and over the hill, maybe just under four, and then down the hill really hard. So which gives me a few positions, um, and that, and there's a, there's probably maybe half a dozen little hills around there that whole course. So over the three laps, you're doing like eighteen of them. So I just that's my um, little trick. I run as hard as I can up and down the hills and then and find my sort of, I don't know if it's a hurt pace, but just a, a, a pace I can maintain in between those little efforts. Yeah. And also I try to stride harder than the other guys. Like, you know how you can run next to someone and you match strides and just try to think if I just pick my rate up a little bit, I can, I'm, I'll be going faster because we're already going the same speed anyway at that same rate. You just try to get that little bit extra cadence up. So that's how I do it. I don't know. Nath's probably had the most recent attempt at um, a 20, sub 20 minute attempt last year with you. So what's his plan? Like he obviously knows the course too. What was your plan on the day? My plan is to sit on like four minutes a K. So um, the problem with me is I went out, you know, that first sprint to make the corner and not get, like chewed up in the crowd yeah. um i actually went off too fast and i did the first like half a k or you know nearly a k i think i did like 346 yeah and yeah. i just put myself into too much um well you'd say into into lactate but into into over threshold and so i couldn't maintain it and had to back off and then i think yeah. we got to about uh, the second lap and the, coming towards the end of the second lap, I was like, it's, it's not going to happen. And yeah. I think I, I, gave, I think the start of the third lap, I'd, I'd sort of mentally said to myself, I'm not going to be able to do it today. And I yeah. think that was half the, half, the, half the problem. But when I've done, like, I've 
often been I talk to myself like self-talk but do it not meant like internally but i do it out so i'll say to myself come on keep going come on and like, i'll run past people going come on keep going and you know they look at you and go gosh this guy's nuts but that's like it's like steve goggins you know that kind of uh that i, I shout at myself is how yeah. i get there to just keep going go on and do it um you know it's, it's a difficult one i suppose i haven't raced a lot in regards to running races so it's hard to you know I, if i'm really hurting i like steve said just back off a bit so i can get into a comfortable pace but know that i'm look, it's only going to be for a few k so i can just just suffer it but you yeah. get to a point where you you know they say oh it's all in the mind your body's just trying to take shape you can keep going but you know like I, my body is just not it's not there to to be able to do it at that pace yeah. like i know it i'm like i, I just it, it i can't yeah, you put yourself in the hurt locker and everything else. There's a difference of hurt locker, I suppose, to what I'm getting used to now. So, yeah, I find it. I've I've put myself in the hurt locker in kickboxing fights. So those, you know, the, my last fight, you know, Aussie title, those last two rounds, I had to really dig, dig deep. But I think it's different when you've got the opponent opposite you. When I'm just running against it, if I'd been running in the front group and go, God, I'm just about to win like the Australian Championships at 5K Park Run or something, you might put yourself a bit more in the suffer. But when it's different, like when it's kickboxing, you're like, oh, I'm not going to let you beat me. And I'm, I'm going to be the victor. You can kick me and punch me. Away, and I'll know I'm, like, I really want to stop and sit down and suck some air in. But you yeah. just keep, it's a different, and then you might puke. You get to a point, I've never puked in a, in a race, but I've puked after a fight before because you've just got yourself to a point of where you just, and you get to a point like you think you're going to throw up, you're that, you're that on, you're redlining, you're that, but you're pushing because you're like, I'm not losing, I'm, I'm going to win. So it's a different, um, I suppose, mentality. And now with the 50K stuff, it's like a lot of the time you get to a point, you go, like you might get, to, I get it when my blood sugar gets low. So when my blood sugar gets low, my brain just goes, oh, what, what, Nathan, what the fuck are you doing this for? You want to do a 50K, you want to do a 100K, you want to do a 100 mile. And like, what, are they, what the fuck is it? And I get that on training runs. What are you doing this for? So what I'd say to myself is like, stop thinking. Yeah. And that gets all that negative thought out. And I have something to eat, get my sugar up and I'm okay. But when you get fatigued on a long run, like, you know, when we did the 35K um, the other week, Steve, I was just like, yeah, it hurts, but you just have to go, okay, I might, might just walk for a second. Then you just get back running, you, and it's that kind of. That's where I do the self-talk of like, yeah. come on, you can do this. Uh, you know, it's it's only fifty k. I mean, of course your legs are going to hurt, you know, but like you've, you you tried to take it worse than this. You tried to talk me into it on the day, but geez, I was sore <laughs> after a couple of stacks, man. I, I was struggling. Um, how, how have you pulled up after those couple of slips, Steve? Special? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Steve specials, all right. Um, I got a little bit of a. Had a bit of a knee injury originally, but my ankle seems to be a bit tight. I don't know whether it's... Your head's all right. You cracked your head on the floor, didn't you? Yeah, head's all right. It's hard as. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. Yeah, but so, um, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the self... I do a bit of self-talk, and when... Like, I'll tell you what was interesting. When I did the uh, the last race was the um, Mount Glorious, and I like running with CJ. And at the end, that last bit through the rainforest, which is not too steep, you just like switch back in on, your, back on yourself. And I was like... Oh, if I wasn't with him, I would have stopped and walked a bit. Yeah. But I knew there was only a, like a K or two to go. Yeah. Just sort of sucked it up and stuck with him. So like you like you say, when you train with other people, if you're running with someone else, you sort of just, you can, you can because you know it's not far, just suck it up and, and just keep 
keep going because you don't want to sort of like, I suppose it's a bit of bravado in it. You don't want to sort of look like um, you can just, especially, now. especially with sessions, you just get a little bit more out of yourself in each yeah. session. Then, you know, if you yeah. went and did that on your own, you just, you can just yeah. get a bit more out of yourself. Yeah. Cause you're doing a long run. Like that 30 did with you woolly at um the glass house mountains that was good to have someone to do it because you can quite easily go oh fuck it i'll just walk you know stop like, at 20k and, yeah 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 and um that's what was good at the weekend i did the 20k on my own but i basically even though i did a couple of walks and had to go over a couple of gates and that uh, you know hurdles and mud and stuff and climb over another gate, i just left my watch running so it brought the average down to 625 but if i wanted to be really anal and like you know, when you stop at stop at traffic lights and you hit pause, and then when you start running and you hit it again like that, yeah, and it would have been a, a lot, well, not a lot faster. It would have been faster. Quicker. Yeah, yeah. And so it I looks, suppose it, it looks better. Think, it looks yeah, better on yeah, paper. Yeah. Race race situation wise, I got to think. Right, I'll hit and stop until I cross the finish line. Whether I sit down at halfway to change socks or do anything like that, yeah. you know, it's it, so you got to take that. That comes into account. So you just got to. So that, that I just ran it like that and was pleased that I still got, you know, average six twenty-five. Okay, just might give my um video a plug there. That that trail race you were talking about, that was Mount Glorious, hey. Yeah. Where you said it, finished, man, that looked like such a nice way to finish that race through that rainforest. Yeah, I'm definitely there. doing it again next year. Check it on year. YouTube. Yours, you've got the video up of that too, don't you? I have as well. Mine, mine's called Conquering the Mountain. Yeah. If you look that up on Nathan Barden Type One Fitness, hit subscribe and uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated. And Steve, you just type in Steve Woolley. I think it was and just called, called, yeah, but I think I just called it the Mount Mount Glorious Trail Race. But um, yeah. yeah, if you look it up, it's got so I got some good aerial footage with the drone and that. And some great drone footage there. And, and, and got, he, got nearly there. everyone finishing too. Got he, yeah, everyone in awesome. it. Excellent. And Willie, you're going to be there on Saturday. Yes. Well. Yeah. So, um, Up at Noosa. So to make a good, uh, a good video. Give that a plug on the show next week to check that one out. Yeah, I'm going to call mine. I don't know when I'll get it edited, but mine's going to be called Return to the Ultra because it'll be uh, a nine-year hiatus from uh, running such a long distance. So I'll be. Where, where was your last that. ultra at? That was um, the Narang Forest 50k. Oh, and right. I did that in like 557 with 950 meters of elevation. I was nine years younger, but I only went off the back of doing about 40 to 50 K a week. And my yeah. longest run was like a 26 K. Really? But then I couldn't, I couldn't walk for two days though. I like got up out of bed and my calves just went, nah, I fell, fell back over. I, I was yeah. in agony, but I reckon That's... I'll be pull up a lot better this time because of the, the long runs that we've been doing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So as as Steve's dad, he's like, what is he? Sixty-seven. He keeps pulling out all these new PBs for his age category. That's Nate's. This will be your new PB for a forty-seven-year-old Nate. Yeah, I, I reckon you'll go quicker this time. But anyway, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not as hilly, is it? I mean, it's no. got a, a quarter of the hills. Yeah. So I just think you're in way better running condition. Yeah. It's going to be hard in there because I'm going to get. I'll see you guys at halfway, but then. I've got to keep pushing. And it's when you get to like, I remember we did um, the Glasshouse Mountains run and it was like, we had like about 5K to go and I was in real bit of bit of pain. And I was like, shit, you know, what's going to happen if I'm race day and I'm I'm at like 28K, I'm going to be like, fuck, you know. It, and that's where you got to find the, the mental fortitude to go, 
Oh, I'm half. I'm, I'm over halfway. Every count the count the k's down. So you go right. Yeah. Okay, twenty k to go. Nineteen k to go. And um, I think hopefully the the feet the feet was the issue then, and also the the the, the legs, the muscle oh, endurance mate, of doing those long runs. Them so. trail races, it's like they just make them impossible. <laughs> like the hills are just too much. Yeah. Like the, you can't run up them. You've got to walk up them. That this one thing. should be all right though. This one should be runnable yeah, the whole this, way. That's, that's what I mean. This one should better. be better for yeah. running. It's, it's more, I mean, okay, it's a trout. You get these trail races, but you can't run up the hills. You've got to walk them. And you just think, well, like well, I've done mountain bike race. I did the Noosa 100 and the hills were so steep and muddy and slippery that you could never, it, even if it was dry, you never would have got up them. And I said, well, it's called a mountain bike race, not a walking yeah. race. I shouldn't have to be able to, I should be able to ride my bike up all these hills. And I think as well with some of these races, you know, they they shouldn't try and put in the steepest hill, but sometimes, unfortunately, that's, that is what they've set because what they've got, because they're only allowed a certain area that they legally can go. And and fortunately it has to be that trail, which is that steep, bloody stupid hill, you know? So it's a little bit unfortunate, Um, but sometimes they do design these courses where it's like, yeah, you definitely have to walk and you might need, walking poles like trekking poles you're like well it's meant, it's meant to be a run isn't it or or not yeah it actually says on the website nathan it says the most runnable trail ultra in southeast queensland so it's yeah. a runnable event so if you're looking mm. at it's roughly just over 110 120 meters elevation every 10 k's which isn't too bad yeah. it might be less than that i think it's about 100 like 105 or something yeah, it depends, depends on what's right, whether the map's right or whether the website's right. So, but mm. roughly 120, I reckon. If you yeah, go the website, website is different. Well, the, yeah. I've got the map in my watch, and on my Garmin, it says like 533 meters, I think. So, right. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping yeah. that I can, although it is nice to stop and be able to walk sometimes. That does seem to yeah, yeah. help my plantar uh, fascia issue. If I like stop you say, walk. though, in, a, in amongst all those hills, there will be hills where you have to walk. So, yeah. yeah. That's it. There's a big, there's a killer at the first, um, the first 10k. There's a bit of a, yeah, bit of a hill. So, yeah. How about you, Steve? What's happening? Oh, um, oh, I don't even really know what I've done this week. I've run, I think, four times, but my back's still giving me grief. Plus, I'm working huge days and I'm doing loads of work at home on the house. So, I'm just, I'm not doing anything like, I'm just running, going out and running to enjoy it. Not, I'm not training super hard or anything. I think once the, the weather cools down and um, I've got more time, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down, set some goals and, and get, get serious again. But yeah, I've done a, I had an all right week running, running wise, just, just cruising, enjoying it. How many Ks? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, not much, not much. I was try- I was going to attempt to sort of get to like 70, 80, doing a couple of doubles because I had a few days off where I was doing huge days at work. But then I was just like on the weekend, I would have had to have done some some massive runs on the weekend and I just, yeah, didn't have time. Too busy. Yeah. But whilst I've got the mic, I'll, I'll do these shout outs before I forget because I wrote yeah. these notes down and I always forget to do it. But um, this week... Uh, Queensland running cross country just started up again um, for the year for, for their cross country season. Um, my dad and my sister went out there and raced. Um, if you're sort of like 
a park runner or if you know you've taken your running a little bit more seriously this is like a perfect event to do because it's like cross country they do it every saturday it sort of only changes i think three or four different race venues so they sort of run in similar locations and uh, there's uh, distances from i think 1k all the way up to eight most weekends it's more it's, like cross country at the moment isn't it yeah 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 and it, yeah it, this weekend was a uh g-bung which is like at the back end of march and park in Chamside. so there's a little bit of mud but in and a few hills but it's you know you don't need spikes you can run it in just normal shoes and uh like last year we would always go and do park run in the morning and then we'd all meet and do queensland running and just jog around in the afternoon and just helps bump up your k's a bit and then the kids can race and you know it's really really relaxed and like it's like five bucks to enter and you can do as many races as you want my dad's mate jeff one of the uh, aspley runners he does every event <laughs> so he'll do the 500 the 1k the 15 three six you know he probably doesn't do the eight but you know he'll he'll run near, like nearly every event and so if you're um if you're sort of interested in seeing what cross country is sort of like but you don't want to take it too seriously give queensland running a, a go if you just google queensland running cross country you'll find the website with all the all the details so that's the first shout out done um secondly my mate from the striders uh, rv singh he ran like getting back to the the like mental barrier thing that we were talking about earlier with the park runs and stuff he's been trying to crack 17 minutes at a park run for the last year and he's just been doing, you know, 17.06, 17.10. We both went up to did and did the Noosa Bolt, both trying to get under 17 minutes and run like 17.20 or something. I think I run 17.20, he was 17.15. And, uh, and then on the weekend, he went out and he did, he ran at Sandgate Park Run and run 16.34. Just wow. a oh, massive, massive PB. That's a so proper five there too, eh? Oh man, and he just like I was yeah. just I'm stoked for him because I know he's been trying to crack it for a long time and um he's been training, putting in the miles, like he's running hundred K weeks consistently. So what a awesome effort from him. So congrats, Arvi. And then uh, on the tie boxing front, I just want to give a shout out to my old mate Jake Lund, who uh won his fight at rise championship on the weekend that's the first fight i think he's had in over a year jake lund is a, a wbc professional world champion from brisbane like a phenomenal fighter at, at sort of i think from 72 kilos upwards i think he can sort How of old is he now is that is he still he's, he's only still young man he's be uh yeah oh, maybe like 23 24 something like that just well, might be a bit older i think Maybe, maybe a little bit older, but still really young. And like he was, he was having his first couple of fights when, when Liam Badger at my gym was having his first couple of fights. They actually fought each other and got a draw. And uh, Jake went on, has gone on to just win like just about everything. Really, I don't, I don't even know if he's got. He might have only had like one or two losses in like sort of thirty fights or something, but. He won um, dominant performance at Rise Championships in Brisbane. So, well done, Jake. It's good to see you back in the ring and uh, winning as usual. And then the last shout-out I've got to give is to my old training partner from Elite, Aaron Carter, who um, 
Erin Carter is like a, she's like a kid who's dedicated her whole life to martial arts and Taekwondo, kickboxing, Thai boxing, boxing, MMA. She does it all. She's repre- she just recently represented Australia at the um, World MMA Champs, the Amateur MMA Championships in Dubai, I think it was. And uh, she lost in the final on a really close decision. She's been on the back of some real harsh decisions lately, but she went to... Um, I think it was Adelaide for the Commonwealth Games um, tournament to, to represent Australia at the Commonwealth Games in boxing. Cause she's um, yeah, she's pretty, she's awesome in the boxing ring. Like she's really good Thai boxing, MMA, all that, but she, she boxes really good too. And she won two fights and then lost a strange split decision in the actual decider. So she just missed out on going to the Commonwealth Games, but definitely worth a shout out. And um, she's only, I think she might have only just turned 18 and uh, she'll just keep going. And yeah, I can't wait to see how far she goes. She'll, she'll definitely get in the UFC at some point. And um, I said to her, I private messaged her on Instagram and I said, I'll be telling, I'll be telling everyone that I know you for many years to come. So get ready, get used to the name dropping, but well done, Aaron, you're a legend. Don't let these um, dodgy decisions um, slow you down. Keep it up. So that's the shout-outs done. Yeah, I got a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a new new follower that's um, commented on one of my um, runs, the handicap last weekend. Um, Who's that? Your, your sister, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, awesome. Sasha. Yeah. She, she um, loves the Strava. Yeah, she must have liked the run. So 45.01 and then she wrote, um, how was it? And I'm like, who's this? Sasha Carney. And then I wrote, hi, Sasha Carney. So you may have the wrong Steve, but um, it was a good course to run. She goes, I knew it was you, Steve. I heard you on the podcast with my brother. Ha ha. So there, there you go. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. A couple of um, listeners that are commenting on Strava runs now. So there you go. Ah, that's good. Good stuff. Four weeks till our um, relay boys. Yeah, yeah well, actually, um, I've just, I've been trying to get a team entered in on their website and they, um, this is what the email they wrote. Because they might the, the event it appears might not be happening. Oh, really? I was just going to say I better pull yeah. my finger out and get, well, get doing some reps. Says, yeah. so, we haven't entered yet, but want to set the team up as Eat Sleep Run Repeat podcast if we can, please. And he said, "Hi, Nathan. We're looking into the status of this event. We'll be back in touch shortly." So it's, not 100%, it's not going a hundred percent yet. They haven't, might not be happening. Wow. So whether there's got a problem with the website or they're not actually sure if the event's actually going to happen. Okay. Um, it may be a thing that, you know, they've got to do, I don't know if it ran last year or not, but there might be a thing that they've got to do a COVID plan and uh, COVID safe plan. And that may have affected it. Uh, you don't know. Uh, might be the floods, you know, it's pretty low down there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, t- it's a tarmac track. So it's like, it's not really. Yeah. Ma- but I maybe here like I did with drying out. All right. So, Maybe the clubhouse got flooded and the like you know the speaker systems and that they used might have got damaged. Man, yeah, so I haven't seen anyone there. running. I haven't even seen anyone riding there. So mm. maybe. And then I suppose um, you know we've got we've got a list of uh, races to do. I actually was looking at that um, in July. Uh, I think it's July, the beginning of July or June. The Glasshouse um 50 they do a 50k and a 50 miler 
but the 50 mile at 80k starts at 3 a.m and i was like i actually like looked at that then the next night i woke up at 3 a.m to use go to the toilet and i was like i'd, I'd be starting to run now which you know, if i was actually going to race i'd have to have got up at one o'clock left yeah. at about half one to get there then to start an 80k race i was like yeah i, I just think that put me off Sorry, oh, can I just do another shout out to um, one of the boys? I, I did speak about him last week or the week before. Um, his yep. name on Instagram, if you want to look him up, is Maddie3am365manion. And yeah. um, he's like a sort of David Goggins character from the, from the Gold Coast. And he gets yeah. up at 3am every day and trains. Yeah. A lot. I, don't, I don't know how he does it, but that's when you said that you woke up at 3am and he's like, either checking into the gym or, or running. And he's put it like his Instagram post is like, if he's running, he's like got his foot on the line, like of the, of the like concrete footpath going like, and then he's off and then he posts his run. He's got his own. If he gets, if he gets eight hours sleep a night, that's okay. But if he's, if he's actually only getting five, six hours, over time, that is actually going to be a detriment to him. And he yeah. didn't realize that the potential he could be, if he actually got eight hours of sleep, he would perform a lot better. He so, goes to bed. He just goes to bed super early, I think. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, mate, we'll have to get him on here to have a chat because he's an interesting guy. He's got it. He's just yeah. launched his own um, fitness app and he's developed his own, um, like a pre workout drink, but it doesn't it's like all natural stuff. So it doesn't give you that crash and burn thing. Mm. Um, I went down there and helped him run his like virtual Gold Coast marathon. And he was trialing it, the drink there. Like he had his own, he, it's interesting. I won't ruin it, but he's had it designed. And, and uh, he, it was, that was the first batch of, um, of the like testing um, batches that they sent through and he trialed it and he reckoned it was like excellent. I should chat to him because I've got, um, a design for a for a um a, an electrolyte drink like endura but with uh i can't find one so i have to make my own so i use a bit of one and then i use a different ingredient which is works out has worked out really well for my gut and better for my blood sugars um and uh, i just can't find anyone that i can get to produce yeah. it or get get the raw ingredients to be able to put it together here in australia so um after we run that marathon, we were, went to a cafe afterwards as a big group of us, and he was explaining how that they does they um how they created the the drink with all the different supplements and how it's certified to you know you can take it if you're an Olympic athlete and you won't you know there's nothing illegal in it and yeah and, yeah um oh yeah it was pretty full on it's like a massive um like you a can load get, of um, organizing you get certified for that in america they certification so you send every batch that's made you send them a thing and then they they rubber stamp it yeah and then you can put their um it's been tested and it's legal for athletes it yeah. complies with um wada and asada and all that so yeah. um you, you, you can be safe and go, yeah, well, I've drunk this and you said it was good. So if you're an Olympic athlete, geez, you'd be so careful about what you're like. Cause um, Nick Bear with Bear Performance right Nutrition, 
yeah he's got he gets all his stuff all his protein and that that's done through that you pay a bit of money to have it done but people know they can go i can take this protein drink and not have to worry that there's something in it that if i have too much because even yeah. too much caffeine will put you over the um, yeah. you'll get pinged for it um yeah. like with usada so to be yeah. so careful now do we have any purchases of the week no um i have one Oh, I knew you would. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get it working. Damn it. Oh, there you go. Ooh, it's a bit dry, eh? You look like you're raving. Yeah, it's, that's all right. It's, eh? it's a new torch, and it was only 100 bucks. It's bloody bright. 400 lumen, it's 100 yeah. bucks. But it's got this rubber silicon. I'm going to turn it off. So there we go. What? What is it? It's what got- brand? The brand is Nog. It's called the Bilby Run 400. Obviously, like we're in Australia, we have Bilbies. Um, and it's silicon, so like it actually works as like a headband to stop the sweat getting down your face. Yeah. And you can change the the uh, tilt of it as well, and you can have it like quite low or quite bright. But it really covers a good, a fairly good area as well, and, and a fair bit of up ahead. It is five hours at maximum power, but then nine hours at the 140 volts um, and then you can have it with the red flashing on so if you're running down the side of the road you're a bit more that's um, cool yeah it's all, those little, it's all those little lights on the side that's pretty cool eh? yeah and then the, the, you can get the red flash in so yeah, it yeah. gives you a bit of um uh like these look like you just come from a rave party stack in boxes big fish little fish yeah <laughs> but so the silicon actually stops those the um sweat and it's, it's just easy to rinse off and i just yeah it's so easy to charge. I just take that out. It's a yeah. USB. I can just plug it in the side of my computer or into a normal, yeah. you know, like your iPhone charger. You can stick it yeah. in that. Yeah. So, um, That's cool. yeah, I was pretty, uh, I was just spending money I didn't need to spend really. In advance uh, of the glass house 50. <laughs> 3 yeah, a.m. Start. Which now I'm not going to do it at 3 a.m. start. Oh, talk yourself into it. Are you oh, still planning know. to do Noosa? You still planning to do Noosa, Noosa off the back of this fifty or what? I don't, I really want to do a road marathon. I know it's only forty-two. Yeah. It's not an ultra, but I really want to do an old. And I was looking at the Brisbane marathon. Steve sort of talked me out of that because it's really hilly, which is easier yeah. to get to because I could get to the city. I could probably, you know, find somewhere good to park or park at Fraser's yeah. work and do it. Um, then I looked at the Gold Coast fifty, and I go, you know, like stay the night before or. I don't know. I'll get down there in time and find somewhere to park. I was looking at all the maps at the back roads and like they probably there's l- l- parking limits or you got to be a resident and all that kind of stuff near Southport. And then I was like, Oh, I'll do the Noosa one. I'll probably just park up the top of the hill. Um, but you got to leave it like three 30 in the morning. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm in an hour in of what, uh, what one to do. Then you look at the price of it. It's like 180 bucks to enter. Expensive, right? Some give you a t-shirt. Some just get like, Fuck yeah. all the medal to for finish, but have we closed any, the road for you. You know. Have any of you seen how much it costs to do an Ironman triathlon? No. Uh, tell me. It's like nine hundred bucks. Yeah. Really? It's insane, eh? I'd love to. If that's got to be the most expensive sport in the world. That's the seventy point three, is it? The ones they do. That's well, a half. That's the half. half yeah, on. like the proper oh, Ironman is like a thousand bucks. I would love to do an Ironman to say I've done one, but I can't fucking swim. 
I would, I'd be, I, I would actually get, get pulled out of the water, I think, on that. You'd have so to do a it, couple of years point, of just solid swimming. Is it 3.8K yeah. swim? I don't know. Yeah. It's just a long We way. should know this. Yeah. We should know this. 180K shit. ride. Yeah, 3.8, 180K ride, and then a 42K run. 180K. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not worried about the ride and the run, but the swim yeah. just terrifies me. In the ocean, probably, as well. I just yeah. Uh, yeah. would, um, you know. Jellyfish, yeah, love, love stings, oh, all that sort of stuff. Anything Horrible. else? Yeah, I'd love to be able to do it. Say, oh, you have an Iron Man, but um, take a ticket, get in line, eh? Yeah, you need the bike. You need everything. It's just the most expensive sport. It's what's yeah, so good about running. running. You just need shoes, don't you? You just need a pair of running shoes. You do spend a lot of money on shoes. You've got multiple <laughs> bloody shoes, which you, 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 you know, like, oh, that doesn't, doesn't work very well. I'll go and buy another pair. High disposable yeah. income. But, oh no, that doesn't feel too good. I get another pair. But really, if you like, say, if you had no money or you know very little money, you can go to Kmart. You can get a pair of running shoes. I don't know what brand they are, but you can get them for like five, ten bucks. You could get a pair of them and just start, couldn't you? You don't need anything really. Well, you could run in bare feet, but you're not going to. Look, look, thirty-five years ago when we started running, or what, longer than that, the shoes that we had then, the foam in them, and we did all right, didn't we? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think even at Rebel Sport or whatever, the the basic version of most of the shoes like your Asics and Nikes and stuff started around eighty eight, like so, sort of like an. Oh, you can get them for like Asics. fifty bucks in a sale. Yeah. Oh yeah, in yeah. Asics DFO, you could get yourself a good pair of Nikes oh, yeah, for definitely. under a hundred bucks, and even yeah. an Asics GL shoes for under a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, so there, so, there you go. That's That'd be some sort of at least a decent shoe compared to the Kmart. And everyone's shoe. changed shorts now. It's like we used to run. I've just managed to get a pair. Fraser, had, he was getting rid of a load of old clothes. He's got like the real short Adidas shorts, that, Nike shorts that we used to run in that no one runs in anymore. Fashionable, are they? It's all like mid thigh, a bit longer is the, yeah. is the fashion <laughs> fashion longer, now. Right? So you could, I mean, most people have got a pair of those shorts and just tuck a t shirt on. If it's if it's too hot, just cut the sleeves off, and uh, yeah. you know. Like, um, running is a cheap sport, eh? Really, it is. It is. You can you, you can track it. Speed. You can have Strava on your phone. You don't need to run. That yeah. would be a good way to actually. You could run Strava off your phone at the same time and see what the altitude is yeah. compared yeah. to your watch. Yeah, that would be a way to run it. But yeah, you could just run it off your phone. You know, like yeah. um, Strava. You so, know the. You know, I bought those um, Adidas Adios Boston's. Boston tens. Yeah. I've I've worn them every day that I've run since. And like I haven't put another pair of shoes on. As your got, calves fit all right? Oh, no dramas. I have a bit of Achilles trouble with my right Achilles, and it. So like that's why this. I'm not too concerned about having a few weeks where I don't do that much because my Achilles could probably do with the rest. But it's. Yeah. They've just been that. <laughs> they're that good. Because they're like they're not um, they're not too heavy, they're not and they're not super light, but they're and they're not real spongy, but they're just like yeah, they're just for a hundred bucks. Geez, they're yeah. a great pair of shoes. Yeah, well, they look yeah. pretty good, eh? They look alright. The cushioning looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they're just yeah. like I've like every day, because sometimes if I'm not in the mood and I need to do like a long run, I'll put my Alpha Flies on. Just yeah. to give me a bit of like inspiration to do it. I yeah. should have a look to see what um, I was watching a video. Get Chogi, be interested to see what he trains in compared to what he because he races in the Vaporfly, but be interested to see what he trains in. But I did notice that he runs 
training run in calf sleeves, Nike yeah. ones. Yeah. So I've been running all this week. I've run with the two 10K runs on the road. I did calf sleeves, and then I wore um, my socks with the the um, are they they're Under Armour or they're um, 2XU with these with which are the yeah. ones I'm going to wear for the race, which come up over your calves and they're compressed yeah. on your calves. And I've run with them to help protect my keep just just to help make sure the calf doesn't get any issue. But before I went for a run, I put Tiger Balm on as well just to get some heat into the um, heat into the calves. Yeah. Um, well, well Kip Chogi, Kip Chogi wears like Alpha Flies, Vapor Flies, and then he also wears all the, all of the um, prototype shoes, you know, and they're designing new ones. Yeah. yeah. So if, but if he you... must have something he trains in consistently. He goes, I like to train that, but I race in this, unless he race, trains in the vapors as well. And yeah, they, they run on Spencer the, the track in him. Yeah, he's wearing like Tempos, Next Percent, mm -hmm. Alpha Flies, um, Pegasus, and, and all yeah. of the like, um, yeah, the like I said, the prototypes. Like if you go on to um, the Alpha Flyers, there's an Instagram page called the Alpha Flyers. They they put up all of the like sneaky photos that people have like taken of him whilst he's out running with a group in the middle of um I ten where they train and and they zoom in on his feet and he's always got the like the next sort of like Nike shoe that they're gonna release. Yeah. And it just mm -hmm. has no logos and stuff on it. Like it's just the full basic version of it. I have seen that with his shoes. They have like a photo and it's got a different stack height or something compared to the regular one that everyone else buys. So um, he must have like the, like you say, the prototype or the next model, what the next model is going to look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's testing him out. He's the guinea pig, man. Trying he he runs with arms, the arm sleeve protectors on as well that we used yeah. to wear when we were cycling yeah. just to keep the sun off us, whether that's a sun thing or he, he races in that those as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I yeah. don't know what the yeah. like, what the the science behind that is. Like, what benefit do arm sleeves give you? Except if it, it, I can understand if you're running in cold conditions, it's going to keep your arms warm. But what's the like, in the heat? We used to wear them to keep the sun off us in cycling. Mm. And that's when it's really hot. You stop and put water over them. It has a as a cooling effect because they hold the water for a while and absorb. I always I always used to cycle in white ones. I've got two pairs in the drawer. Yeah. Um, but then they would keep you warm as well. If you wanted to go out and go, oh, I'm gonna. It's not gonna. It's a little bit chilly this morning, but I'll just wear a vest under me, cycling top, and I'd wear them. Then, as, you know, yeah. same as leg warmers, and then you just take them off as it warms up and put them in your back pocket because they're so small. Mm. Yeah. So they're they're a good little, good little addition. But I think yeah, especially in in colder climates, they're um they're they're good. But yeah, I'd be interested to see what he he has them on. I tell you what, I would love to do. Like I, I was talking to Dad about it. I said, "Oh, um, I said there's a Ben Parks video on YouTube where he runs a London Marathon with a GoPro, and he films heaps. Like he's just running along with his GoPro, holding it, filming it. He runs like two thirty-five or something, like just flying, and he's just chatting away on the GoPro. But you hear the crowd just cheering the whole way. It's like just noise, people just clapping and cheering." And I said to dad, oh, I'd love to do the London Marathon. I said, have you seen this Ben Parks video? The atmosphere looks awesome. And he said, yeah. He goes, oh, he said, it's just, there's nothing like it. It's the just the best. People screaming the and cheering way. the whole way. 42K of just I'd love to do it. And music. Yeah. And we should go and do it one year. Definitely. Yeah. And if yeah, you get an age best 
um, entry time, you get like a better uh, like starting pen with your own like um, portaloos and stuff like that. They they really look after you if you can get a, an age best um, entry. Spencer could get us anything like that. I wonder if we oh, could sort anything out. Like I'd that. say so, but it would be nice to do it legitimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think from like forty to. 45 it's like three hours and five or something is age best or might be just under three hours and then as you go up it just gets up i think yeah i'll have to look at that but i i remember when i was looking it up i was looking it up for my dad and i was thinking he would definitely get the age time in his age bracket yeah. wow it's i'll tell you interesting um i was just listening to the guys on the inside running podcast and apparently um some uh a lot of these marathon a lot of marathon runners that can run yeah two hour ten two hour eight marathons like doing the ultras now and uh, they were discussing saying that our ultra runners say no nah, yeah you can't people can, won't come from their marathon and do well because it's you know it's a whole different like game but it's not it's just, Only just run 10K. A bit longer <laughs> anyway some guy makoko um in south africa set a new world record for the road 50k in two hours 40 and he clocked in at the marathon split in two hours 13. wow wow and then, uh, and, and then finished in two hours 40 in a few seconds so these splits it averaged three minutes 12 a k for 50k wow. and i um, and i always said that if Kipchoge decide if Kipchoge could run on the trails, which he does a bit of that, a lot of fairly lot off-road running in Africa. If he could in Kenya, if he could, if he was so inclined to be able to run like he would the just ultra trail Mont Blanc yeah. or something, yeah. you know, hundred hundred miler, and if he could be bothered to go that far, I reckon he could still. I reckon he could run a hundred and. I mean, you know, how many cases he do a week? What two, <sighs> two hundred, three hundred k a week? So, if, say. Yeah. yeah, so I'm sure he could do a hundred miles in it in one hit. I reckon he would just blow the field away in the hundred Ks as well. 100K, 50K, if he yeah. could be bothered to do it. I mean, he's only another, he only got to run another 8K. He would smash, he would just smash everyone, wouldn't he? Mate, he could right. be jogging 330s. Yeah, having wouldn't a conversation, be, like literally just. But that yeah. was good though, Makoko, 312 per k for 50k that's pretty good slogging well he's only right, two so. minutes away from an olympic qualifying time for the marathon oh jesus so like minutes. he's yeah like two he's nearly run he nearly run an olympic qualifier in the marathon yeah. and he's got another 8k to go so um yeah, yeah it just puts it into there's some really fit there's some really fit runners out there and oh we know we're never going to get there i think we have our little dreams that oh wouldn't it be nice but you know, I think we just love to get on the podium in our age group for something. I'd love to get on all the mountain bike races, 24-hour races. I've got fourth in my first ever 24-hour mountain bike race. I've come fifth in four and six-hour mountain bike races. I've never made the effing podium. I just would be nice to to get on the podium for a, for like an endurance race, in, just in my age group. I win my age group at Park Run, like a fair bit of time. But um, yeah. it would just be nice to get on the podium top three for your age group um, yeah. sometime in a, in a yeah. 50K or something like that. You know, that's a win. I mean, that's a, that's a, like people go, no, I want to win the whole thing, but that would just be a win for me, just getting top three. Yeah. I don't think, 
I don't think I'm ever going to make podium. Um, well, who knows? I mean, that guy was 52, one Mount Glorious. So I don't think that, you know, I would probably get podium, you know, outright podium, but in my age group, I'd like to get podium. So anyway, that's, that's a, that's a, on the bucket list uh, for me before. before well, I won, I, I won that, um, that fun run recently. And when they were doing the um, presentation, just about to call us up, st a storm rolled through and they cancelled it. <laughs> so I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get to get on the podium. What, what, well, I was, but, but though, I did get silver medal for the, the Queensland cross-country 6K, didn't I? Yeah. In my oh, age yeah. So, you know, like... Uh, did, you get, I did you get a photo of that? that? No, I haven't got a photo. I've got the medal. Oh, I've engraved it myself <laughs> on the back. <laughs> but um yeah we'll see how we go then this weekend not you know there's age group prizes this weekend we'll see um yeah see uh, what uh what happens then you can i'll give you a bit more of a realistic kind of um idea of where where we sit you know a bit of an eye-opener coming crashing down to earth yeah, uh, nah, yeah. Just and we have to it. i suppose that we're wrapping up we've got to work out we'll keep talking about it, but we're in nut out what races um we sort of think we might do and we could enter together and uh, yeah. some different ones coming out. We might be in person. Oh, well, we'll um, if the relay's we'll not out. happening, we just do something else. But I'm definitely going to do the Gold Coast this year, whether it be the half or the full, I'm not sure. Because last year I was I was in great shape for the half. Like I'd, I'd been sticking to a program and I was, shit, I was going to run a good time. And then we had accommodation booked and everything. And then it got canceled like the day before because oh, of yeah. COVID. Like I was so pissed. But I tell you what we got coming up though. I mean, which is a bit closer is um, May the 14th is the Morton Bay running festival half, which basically is down at Clontarf. Does it go around in laps? No, it goes over. Yeah. It's like oh, three laps. Two, it goes over two the laps. Bridge. Two laps over the bridge and then down into Brighton a bit and back. You do two laps on the um, what was what's called the Horny Brook Bridge. So that's a hard. But it starts at three thirty in the afternoon, which is better for yeah. Kind of the oh, way it's I it, like I did it last year. Might be check windy. out my uh, YouTube video of that too. But um, it was so windy and that bridge. Oh, when it's windy, oh, you just cop it sweet. Yeah, it was really so tough. There's that option. There's also the glass house. There's the 50k on the same day as the 50 miler. So, but that's like a 6 a.m. start. So that might be more realistic. I might smash that one out in May. Um, yeah. See, see how we go. Um, and what I was really thinking on the list was the um, we got November 13th is the Mount Glorious Trail Run. Um, I don't know if we want to do the Lake Manchester because that's Steve's favourite for getting lost. Yeah, it's August 23rd. I won't be here. I won't be here. I won't be here. So, Steve, you can get lost on your own. I'll put that. I'll set my watch up this time. Yeah, put yeah. the maps into my watch. So, I just couldn't go wrong. Yeah. But I'm actually thinking, seriously thinking, talk me out of it, boys. September the 10th, the Glass House 100, 100 miles or 100K. Take your pick. Oh. What's your what's your poison? And it's two laps. It's two, it's two, it does two laps, but different laps. The first lap's 107K, the second lap's 52, 55K. So it's 162K altogether. And you can have, yeah. um, you can have paces after, when it gets dark or checkpoint seven, whichever comes first, you're allowed a pacer and I'll pay for whoever wants to do it. It's 50K um, for the pacer to run uh, with you if you want a pacer. 
but you can drive out and meet them. You don't have to wait till they come back. You could drive out and meet them because you cross the the Beerburn Woodford Road, which is a dirt road, but it's pretty decent to drive on. You can go at pretty high speed in it, but you should, I don't know if they'll allow you. They should allow you to drive up there and meet them at certain places. Check, you know, rather than being at checkpoints and do all the usual yeah. thing, but it's a big ask other people to come and mate if you um check out on youtube a guy called wes plate watch his 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 video he does all the hundred milers in america his videos are just epic like where the the locations that they run at i actually commented on one of his videos and said do you have to worry about um you know like bears and stuff like that and he said oh yeah in some of the some of the events we have to be a bit careful and like mountain, yeah, like yeah, it's mountain pretty, lines. yeah, mountain lines. It's pretty. Um, but his videos, man, the scenery is just—it's beautiful. So if you, well, we got to watch him drop bears. I mean, it's pretty dangerous <laughs> out there. And those dingoes, you know. So, oh, we should yeah, wrap I, it up, Steve. You got to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, I think the next over work. the next few months, as it cools off, I'm going to try to break twenty minutes. I think it'll come quicker than that anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, each month, I don't even think it's monthly. It's roughly three, three to four weeks for the handicap series. So we've got eight races, so about seven to go of them. Um, my plan is to just slowly beat my time each week. I think that would be a pretty good um, scenario, just to be at the the lead group of points system in in the point system, because there's a lot of people that obviously haven't done as much training. I've been running with Nath during this summer, you know, like this summer we've been clocking some big k's so the endurance parts there just gotta get the speed going once that all happens it should be fairly easy just to beat the um the 10k time my handicap time each each time just by a little bit so yeah, four months part- almost four months to the date yeah. for the guzzler yeah. Yeah, so, so i think parkrun will be my speed day and then everything else will be hills from now on um, by third the- steve gold coast marathon oh yeah there you awesome. go steve yep yeah, I'm going to do that bloody, um, the Queensland half marathon in June, I think, out at um, Brighton. Steve videoed it last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, Wax, that looked like Wax a really good course. When's yeah. that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's June 25th or something like that. Somewhere around there. I, think. I haven't got that on my list. It's Queensland half marathon. It starts at Brighton, runs out to Sandgate Pier and over the hill. It's like about three or 400 mm. metres over the hill and back. Just an yep. hour back course. Really all good. Right, Wax, that's right. Wax talked about it last week. It was like four for 40 minutes or something. <laughs> I edited a bit of his um, story out about that because he's just kept talking for that's about the jetty minutes. Jetty about then. It's not the no, jetty, then. Nah. It's about three, three weeks or something before that, three or four weeks before it. So it's in I June. I might do that. We'd not, maybe yeah. we get a few of us to do it together. Get yeah, your dad out, Steve. Yeah. yeah. See if Fraser cool. would do it. You do it. Yeah. I might lock that in. It's quite cheap too. It was only um, in the in the event status. It was only roughly like fifty eight dollars to do a half marathon. And most of them are in that eighty dollar mark. That's good. Yeah. Hey, mate, the yeah. question is, do you get a medal? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. And you got a pair of socks, like some um. Oh god, don't think about like, socks. What do you call them? Not in gingy, but something like that. Yeah, they were like, a good brand, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they were not too bad. Yeah, I think it was a three pack too. So it was roughly like a fifty dollar pair of socks, but because of the they're giving them away. I guess they get them as a, at a deal. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all right. So and there's something else we could do. I, I quite like doing that like stuff as we go and do it as a group. I suppose that comes from the kickboxing days, having the gym and doing all that sort of stuff together. 
Um, October 29th is, I was going to do it last year, it's the Cut Ultra down at Narang, and it's like a 1.5k yeah. loop, and you have to like, you you do it, and then they just start cutting people off, and then you just, I don't know if you get a rest, or you just keep going, and then uh, they cut people off, or you get 10 minutes to do that. Yeah, I think you get a 10 minute break. Yeah, yeah, and then you get, like, it's every 20 minutes you start, so you just got to run it, but if you come last, you're out, and they keep going, keep going until there's like two people left. And yeah. then they go, right, this is the last lap because there's two of you and whoever gets over the line. But that would be, we could put a couple of tents up in October 29th, hopefully not too hot. That would be quite something. It would be good to have a laugh and go down and um, see how we can earn whoever pulls out, whoever's out is still going. We can just cheer them on and get them. I might be wrong, yeah, but be that's, cool. that's um, ends up being 42K, doesn't it? Like if you make it right. It actually ends up, I think, being, it works out at like, it's over a marathon they call it yeah. cut ultra but i don't know if you actually i think you to be an ultra it's got to be over 42 k so but yeah. that depends if you stand the last minute if you're the last couple of people yeah i thought it was more like 50k by the time the yeah, I think it might finished be. if you can make it to the end you'd get like 50 or 60k i'll have to look at the look at the rules in that again. yeah I know but anyway, 40, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be good anyway. to go down and like take the family and you know like have a bit of a day out if they get don't get yeah. too bored <laughs> anyway you know, just cool. jump in one car let's let steve go to bed yeah mate. <laughs> All right. Cheers, boys. we'll um yeah we'll be back next week and we've got um a special guest in the in the studio live female runner a mum, yeah an inspiring character so tune in next week Thanks, if you're man. um Looking for some inspiration to get out the door and run. And we'll give you the lowdown on the the, the Noosa Ultra 50 oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, Nathan and we'll pull up after that. Yeah. yeah. All right, mate. Good shit. All right, so, boys. Okay. Catch you soon. We'll see you soon. See ya. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me Sometimes and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb oh, My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation My mind wish you find in time I will find that we shine when they won't shine you Twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension.